evening, Life's Transformational Self-Help listeners. A heartfelt welcome to all of my first time and continuous listeners. By faith, you're having a blessed, wonderful, and prosperous 2020. We're deep into the year and maybe struggling with unwanted choices that we may be reaping the harvest of what we thought would give us comfort. But you could put a smile on your face because today is your day for deliverance, for peace, love, joy, and forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, first, a moment of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for opening our eyes and allowing us to be in your presence once again. Forgive us of our sins and restore your love, joy, and peace to those who may be feeling as though all is lost. Father God, use me as your guide for drawing your people into a relationship with you. Father God, Lord Jesus, heal all who are sick, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. Father God, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of all your listeners so that they can see themselves to make changes for your prosperity as well as move in the now and hear your directions to stay conscious. Help your listeners to understand that it is according to their faith that the impossible becomes possible. Forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit over and into their life, seeping and pouring out into the lives of others around them, causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will, preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous, greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are through your will and not their own. Change their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today's episode is titled Resuscitation. So we all know what resuscitation is. It means to revive. So in today's story, I'm going to help open up your thought process by giving you a little bit of a scenario. We begin with the verdict, life-threatening, discovered but left for dead. Poor soul has been through trauma, not only now, but it seems as though for quite a while. It started in childhood and bled over into adulthood of soul. 
Soul had many desires that were and weren't fulfilled because soul has always done for self and without the help of anyone else. This puts soul in a lonely place with no one to rely on. When it came down to soul seeking help, the wrong advice would be given and cause soul so much pain, heartaches, and confusion as soul becomes desperate for change. Here comes along someone that soul begins to confide in as a relationship support. Soul enters into this relationship without thoughts of them getting married. The relationship seems to be going great the first few months, but then becomes verbally and physically abusive. This puts an emotional strain on their relationship. Soul's unwed partner every now and then calls Soul stupid and slaps Soul and sometimes punches Soul in the back when they're upset. Makes jokingly threats to leave Soul if Soul doesn't stop being stupid. One day Soul meets a Christian believer who introduces Soul to the Word of God and shows Soul in Scripture that Soul is in need of being saved and has access to receiving salvation with a changed mindset through confessing and believing that Jesus is Lord and mentions how Jesus died to save us from our sins. Soul reflects on how good it would be for soul to live freely without strings attached. As the Christian believer is finishing up with sharing the good news with soul, soul decides to sit down and share this information which was offered as an invitation with the partner so that they could attend church services together. Soul's partner wasn't in agreement with attending church services because Soul's partner claims to not believe in God. Soul asks the question, Why don't you believe in God? The partner refuses to answer and starts yelling and name-calling, threatening to kill Soul, and Soul doesn't take it seriously. Time passes by like weeks, a couple of months. Soul has become a believer in Jesus and attends church regularly. Soul learns that to be in relationship with God, there must be some changes to Soul's lifestyle. Soul makes preparations to move and end the unwed partnership and move alone to the other side of town. But as Soul is packing and moving things to the car. Soul's partner aggressively begs and pleads the soul to not go or soul would be sorry. Soul ignores the partner and continues to put things into the car. As Soul puts in the last item before Soul departs, Soul says to the ex-partner, you have my number, call if you need my help with anything. Soul turns and waves goodbye to the ex-partner and then drives off. After being alone, Soul is starting to think 
that going to church is a waste of time and is beginning to do things like in the past. Saul has forgotten about the partnership which Saul made with God and had gone back to an ordinary self-controlled life. During this time, Saul's previous partner calls to ask if Saul could drop them off at the train station, then sets up and stages a robbery with kidnapping, specifically targeting Saul, which Saul has no knowledge of. Saul is unable to drive the ex-partner to the train station and says no. So a couple of weeks later at Saul's new apartment located in an alleyway, there have been other souls scoping out Saul's apartment a few weeks prior to the incident were to happen and just a week before Saul's ex-partner had those individuals monitor Saul's coming and goings to set up a violent attack on Saul's life. On that day, as darkness begins to fall, Saul decides to go to draw money out of Saul's bank account, gets into the car and drives to the bank's ATM. And as Saul steps out of the car, two men wearing ski masks approach Saul. One with a knife, the other has a gun. Both of them reach out to grab Saul as Saul tries to run away, but they're too quick for Saul to escape. The men tie a cloth over Saul's eyes and bind Saul's mouth, hands, and legs before placing Saul into their vehicle. The other souls are driving in circles, trying to find a place to stash Saul until they meet up with Saul's ex-partner for even exchange. The two men found an abandoned warehouse and are waiting for the exchange. Saul's ex-partner arrives and completes the exchange. The ex-partner keeps Saul tied up to a chair, then begins to taunt and torture Saul and reminds Saul of the promises which was told. Saul's ex-partner leaves the building momentarily and while gone, Saul manages to loosen up what is bound to Saul's hands, legs, and then mouth. Soul sees a way for escaping and does escape for a moment when ex-partner catches Soul escaping. Soul runs away around the corner. Ex-partner is chasing Soul with a gun and two other souls. Ex-partner screams out, Stop! Soul or I will kill you. Soul keeps running and shots are fired. A couple of bullets hit Saul and Saul drops to the ground as Saul's ex-partner and two other souls jump into their car then speeds off. Poor Saul has been left for dead. What a tragedy that this had to happen at a point in time when Saul thought it was better to live without any help from God. With shallow breaths and a faint pulse, Saul has flashbacks about life's unkindness. As Saul is waiting for the police, paramedics, and ambulance to arrive, Saul begins to see things in a different manner of wondering, why am I here? 
soul doesn't realize soul's life has purpose. As a reminder, at the beginning of our story, the verdict was life-threatening. Soul never took into consideration that the soul's soul ties connected soul's spirit to the very thing that some would say is death hanging around your corner, waiting for an opportunity to snuff you out. Soul's story isn't just a story. It's a reality which we would have to face every day because being self-uncontrolled is waiting for the undisciplined to step around the corner, step out of alignment with the will of God, and kill their destiny. Scripture clarifies that the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. You can find this scripture in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10. Robbing you of your joy, peace, and confidence. Murder taking away whatever hopes and dreams you had before you would have intercepted with your true purpose and to break up any solid thoughts you may have about your future. See, soul not only needed to be resuscitated physically but also spiritually if so had kept a partnership with god there wouldn't have a need for being resuscitated after not having a demonic proof covering because of soul's desperate need for wanting to be in a relationship it connected soul to a spirit outside of what soul thought to be happiness and security so some of y'all may have or may be in a situation either similar to soul's dilemma and you are now on life support and in need of resuscitation the only way that you're going to be able to breathe without suffocation is to trust god 100 percent with your life rather than self it is always self your enemy not just the devil and his demons speaking to you. You can't blame the devil and his demons for the choices that you have made or make and you want to know why because they only did the talking and you did or will give attention and act upon what is or was offered to you. At this point, you're the decision maker. You know that saying, think before you, and I'll leave that up to you to fill in the blank. Conscious, meaning that you're awake and aware of. Thinking, conscious thinking produces positive results. But on the other hand, unconscious thinking, sleepwalking, being unaware produces negative results such as with the character soul so you have to ask yourself what is it that they have which would have this kind of control over me if your life is in need of resuscitation then you have to look no further because holy spirit is here to revive you to heal you sustain you 
and with full armor protect you. As we are nearing the end of this episode, and I hope you have enjoyed this message, but before we close out this episode, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to a prayer of confession of faith. Could you please speak this with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day for me. I am asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes, dreams are in you, Father God, and are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you I have my being, and without you I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life, the meaning your old ways, and you are brought up in the newness of Christ, meaning that you have been reborn born again and to receive Holy Spirit which is the completion of our seal promise from Jesus for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body whether we be Jews or Gentiles whether we be bound or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit this is found in the book of 1st Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13 Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. Today, if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go, now is the time for you to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. Such as in the story with soul made the wrong decision and it cost him a life of devastation and almost losing his life this is not a time for turning your back on god but an opportunity to receive him while he's near looking back makes you not fit for the kingdom and jesus said unto him no man having put his hand to the foul and looking back is fit for the kingdom of god and you can find this in the book of luke chapter 9 verse 62 you may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive holy spirit so download this in your spirit now is the time zero to five seconds the moment you've decided to listen to this message became your appointed time as you were listening in on this podcast episode. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? Meaning, will you serve the purpose that you were designed for? Or will you go and follow the world? Do as the world would do and be lost. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, 
Choose ye this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Reflecting over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to rethink and change what you're used to doing. If things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control, it means that it is time for you to come out of the comforts of fear, doubt, worry, shame, unbelief, self and all negativity that you have made a home with. You know that fence of security that you've been holding onto that's in the back of your mind and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, it is one way of you choosing defeat over victory. And you seeing that I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell, just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. Taking this type of risk could cause you to miss the rapture for you going back home where you're supposed to be because earth is not your home. This is double-minded thinking. Remember, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It says it in scripture. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or the present, and you have no one else to blame for that choice or decision you make but yourself. Don't be deceived by double-minded thinking. This isn't possible. So stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies. Just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. This could be found in the book of John, chapter 8, verses 44. You can't serve God and man. You can't do whatever you want in the world, with the world, and serve God. You have to pick and choose. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money, both. This is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. But choose wisely, because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what God has planned for your life could become the darkest day of your life and cost you more than physical things, which may seem of importance, but the greatest of them all, an eternity in heaven, going back home to your rightful place. 
if you're looking for a true reality this is what is to come then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto god who gave it this is found in the book of ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7. your body returns to the earth from which it came and your spirit will be returned to god and your soul there will your spirit stand before god waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life your spirit makes up who you are not your physical body if you grasp onto this concept you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life don't wait too long before making a decision because that decision could make your residency permanent in hell the one place that no one really wants to go also remember that your choices define where your destiny lies and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death and it is choosing to die not physically only physically mentally emotionally but also spiritually for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. This is found in the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23. If you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any of these things that I speak of, sexual immorality, meaning any type of sex outside of marriage, adultery, meaning having any type of sexual relations with others outside of your marriage your marriage is a covenant or partnership between you and the one you decided or chose to be in covenant with and with god god honors marriage and for those who are married you might want to get help to heal your marriage by reading both of you reading the five love languages it's a book titled that and homosexuality falls under sexual immorality it is having sexual pleasures and sex with someone of the same sex if you are living under the same roof sleeping in the same bed it is a type of shacking up fornication yes fornication which is a deadly sexual sin against your own body meaning it's not the physical body is against your spirit because your body is supposed to be the temple where God is able to dwell in and if you are desiring to or have already entered to a marriage with the same sex, it is still shacking up fornication and papers of a signed deal with the devil and his kingdom. And another nasty habit is gossip. Talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent. 
or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter in or to belittle or bully that person etc etc the list can go on these are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back it's time to break the sin cycle you know that saying you are what you'll eat meaning physically meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit soul and body so your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you therefore your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis mentally and emotionally you will become whatever you give your attention to meaning whatever you entertain its spirit will come to live inside of you so you got to be careful with what you watch on tv which type of music you listen to and you have to be careful of um, the company you keep in start observing these people that you're around or, or um, the, the um, areas that you're around in the environment it's the environment that you have to pay attention to so that you don't get caught up into that and that those spirits will won't be able to come live in you because you're not entertaining it and the very God of peace sanctify you holy and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ this is found in the book of first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 like I have mentioned in previous episodes that your body is a temporary housing and that which can't be seen spirit and soul is forever or permanent while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal this is found in 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 see the choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny the most important decision for you to make when thinking about oneself today is to renew your mind with a new heart in a new spirit except God's spirit Jesus is the Holy Spirit except the Holy Spirit fill you up by receiving a spiritual transplant that's the, what the spiritual transplant is receiving Holy Spirit meaning to have a changed mind your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you won't be able to leave earth without it or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of in a place of uncertainty Jesus answered verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born of water and of spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God this is found in the book of John chapter 3 verse 5 and what the scripture is talking about there's a conversation with um, Nicodemus have a conversation with Jesus 
asking him a question how about how can we be born again and jesus mentioned to him that except a man be born of water and of spirit he will not be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven he's talking about god where god is and but nicodemus is confused by this because he's trying to figure out how is it that we can enter into the mother's womb and come out again so he knows that's not possible so if you really think about this it's metaphorically speaking but it's the spirit which is the um is the womb of a spirit of the of god's spirit that we will be entering into something beautiful becoming new so receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny be prepared to leave and stay erect and being watchful and staying connected to the main source which is god and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance this is found in the book of acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. in other words completing the equation believing plus water baptism plus receiving holy spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with the holy spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory this is found in the book of ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 through 14. jesus is the only connection to eternal life your new heart helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven you may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing that you're free yes it does take 100 percent of your dedication in prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and be in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and Holy Spirit. <coughs> Humans are a spirit house in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home. And it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide. The help in your times of need, it will be accomplished for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept, your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living the Christian life, 
Believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without Holy Spirit residing in you. Without Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil and his demons. Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, it's life without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how Holy Spirit operates and His connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow Holy Spirit to fill, fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to discovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube's channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and The Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and the song Cycles by Jonathan Riddle to get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and His extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of it. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcast, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and have them download, register to listen. If you or they are designed to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite, follow, and or subscribe buttons located within the app. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. This concludes our episode. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day. And I want to acknowledge that um, the music in the background you're hearing is I'm playing off of Spotify and I have no rights to it. Have a blessed and wonderful evening.